Fly ball onto the track. At the wall. It's gone. Home run. Turns on a ball. Deep right field and gone. What a game. What a moment. This is an emergency episode of Flippin' Bats because it is official, my friends. Justin Verlander is heading back to the Houston Astros. H-Town, run it back. Let's go. It feels like 2017 all over again. Is it going to be traded to the Astros? Is it going to be traded to the Dodgers? There were a few teams involved here as well. I know the Orioles were involved. There were a bunch of teams But it ends up being the Astros who get him again. The way this all came together was incredible. The way that he was with the Astros for years and they finally decide to part ways. The Mets want to pay him the money. He got paid there. And then guess what? It all ended up working out to come right back to the Astros. It played right into the palm of Jim Crane's hands. This is what the what a day this is. I woke up at. 6 a.m. and been locked in on this, ready to go. Is this going to happen? When is it going to happen? I had a feeling this was going to happen. And then, of course, the moment it did finally happen, I was live doing an interview with Matt McLean for a future episode of Flippin' Bats when I found out the news and broke. I broke the news to him as well in the middle of the episode. And Oh man, he is heading back to Houston and quite the deal with the Astros and the Mets. Drew Drew Gilbert going back to the Mets, the number one prospect for the Houston Astros. And Drew Gilbert is an absolute stud. Just drafted in the first round out of Tennessee. He's an outfielder. The guy rakes. They're also getting the number four prospect from the Astros in this deal. Ryan Clifford, who is also an outfielder. But the Astros get Justin back, who... Uh, is on top of his game right now. Last seven starts, he's pitching to a 1-4-9 ERA, 3-1-5 ERA on the season now after a slow er start. But he is back in Cy Young form. And now he's heading back to Houston where he's won multiple Cy Youngs and multiple World Series. And it just felt like this was meant to be. You know, he's got his legacy there and now he gets to go back and build on his legacy. But I think this is important. How did we get here? How did it come to this? I think there's a couple of reasons. One, the Mets have been the biggest disappointment in the history of baseball this season. And I don't think there's any way around that now. Uh, if you know They're not going to make the playoffs at this point. And I think it's fair to say a team that spent the most money in the history of the game to not make the playoffs, this is the biggest disappointment in baseball history. That's reason number one. Reason number two. The Mets front office committed to selling, I think, a bit too early here, and it's led to this, and it surprised players. The David Robertson trade, going to the Marlins. What was the reaction there? Well, Max Scherzer said himself, this is surprising. I need to talk to the organization and figure out what's happening, the direction they want to go in. And within 24 hours, Max Scherzer ends up getting traded, which leads to The third reason, that Scherzer trade, that's the reason I think we are here because we're not too far removed from Justin saying after a start a couple, uh, just over a week ago, I'm committed to the Mets. I signed not, I did not sign a one year deal here. I signed a multi-year deal because I believe we can win here and I want to win here and nothing has changed. And I have not been reached out to about a potential trade. Well, then that Max Scherzer trade goes down. And I think that is what massively changed 
all of this. I really do. I think Max going out the door because he was surprised by everything led to Justin ultimately getting out the door as well because he rightfully so shouldn't should not go through a rebuild. But ultimately, here we are. Justin is back in Houston. I mean, there's a lot that there's a lot that goes into this that people don't think about, you know, like Justin just moved to New York and gets a place there and, you know, doesn't now he's got to get back to Houston and find his place there. And obviously very familiar with the area. And I think another important factor here is where is the Astros spring training facility? Well, it's right next to where Justin lives in Florida. And, you know, you, you start thinking of, you think of the logistics of everything here, right? Where, where do, where's the Los Angeles Dodgers spring training? Well, it's in Arizona. So there's all these logistical things that I think matter. And when you have, uh, when you have a family that Justin now has going somewhere where you're comfortable and knowing that spring training facility is somewhere right down the road that you're super comfortable with. I think all of that stuff really matters. And I think that ultimately played into the decision to waive the no trade clause and end up back in Houston where he now is. But, um, uh, more on what the Mets are getting here. They're getting drew Gilbert, who I, I am super, super high on Drew Gilbert here and the number one prospect they are getting from the Astros. That is, that is a good return for them. But I, I struggle to believe that the Mets wanted to get to this. I, I think this situation has been a massive failure from the, the Mets front office and not the players they got in return. Just, I, I don't think they meant for it to get to this point. I was speaking just I think it was on the Monday episode of Flippin' Bats. I said what Billy Epler was saying. This is not a fire sale. This is not a liquidation. This is just a repurposing. Well, shoot, this is a fire sale. You get rid of your two co-aces. You get rid of your closer. You get rid of outfielders. This is a complete fire sale now for the New York Mets. And I don't think there was a world in which they wanted it to get this way. I think they traded away David Robertson. I think Max Scherzer was pissed off about that. I don't think they told him what he wanted to hear. I think he ended up trading him. And I think Justin got out the door after that. And I think this has all turned into a complete nightmare for the New York Mets of what they thought was actually going to happen and what ended up happening. But this really does feel as I mentioned off the top, like 2017 all over again. And we know how that worked out for the Astros. And, and, and what I mean by that is the Dodgers were in that conversation with Justin in, in 2017. I, if I remember correctly, it was Dodgers and Cubs were there. And who's he going to go to? And is he, is he going to, you know, how's that going to play out? And the Dodgers ended up going in a different direction. And they went with you, Darvish. And the Astros ended up getting Justin. And in that World Series, you Darvish got beat twice there. And that was a big turning point. And had they gone Justin in that trade, I think there's a good chance that maybe things turned out differently. But we're back here. And, and now it's 2023 and it's all over again. Feels like a similar sort of situation. And, and this one's just a little bit different because the Astros are now on top of their game. But it felt like this year, the gap in the American League narrowed a little bit, right? That gap was narrowed. Well, that gap is is back. I, I believe by far the Astros are are the best team in the American League. And on the surface, right? On the surface, the Astros are adding a Cy Young pitcher, a three-time Cy Young pitcher, a Hall of Famer, a great brother, might I add. They're adding him, right? But internally, I, I think this matters even more so 
What are the Astros getting? They're getting a pitcher that will completely transform the entire roster. This, this makes Framber Valdez a lot better, in my opinion. This makes the locker room a lot better. This makes the entire pitching staff a lot better. Having Justin there leading the charge, a leader of a team. He's a leader of the clubhouse. You don't often add a guy that you know is going to be a leader the day he walks in, but this is a unique situation in which your leader was only gone for a couple months. And then Jim Crane and Dana Brown pull this off, whereas Justin's gone for a couple months and you, you get him right back for a fraction of the cost. And uh, it all ends up being, uh, you know, playing right into the hands of the Astros. And I, I do want to mention, I, I do really like, as I've said a couple times, the return for the New York Mets. And I do think Steve Cohen and what he is building there will ultimately work. And I loved rooting on Justin with the Mets. And I, I love the direction that, you know, it didn't work out this year, but with Francisco Alvarez, who I think is a stud with Brett Beatty, with Mark Vientos, with Mon Ronnie Mauricio down in the minors. And now Drew Gilbert and, and Luis Angel Acuna. I do believe in the future of the New York Mets. And um, I, I don't think it's a complete teardown of everything, but on the, you know, when you look up at the end of the year and you see that you had Justin and Max Scherzer and now they're both in Texas pitching for different teams, there's no way around that this was a failure of the of a season. Do I like the returns? Sure, absolutely. Is this a failure of a year? Absolutely that is. But I do think the future is bright for the team because I think Steve Cohen is committed to doing it the right way and, and building within. And sure, he has a lot of money and I'm sure he's going to do a lot this offseason. But he's committed to building from within in that organization. And I do like the pickups that they have there. But when all is said and done, my friends, it has been an absolutely wild, I'll say 24 hours. I tweeted out last night that the stove is getting real, very, very hot. And I could feel it. It just felt like things were, were starting to happen. And obviously... Um, I feel like everybody wants me to break news every single time I talk about the trade deadline, but that is not going to happen. You know, I, I, there's certain things I can and cannot say, but in the end, Justin ends up with the Astros and uh, it just feels like this team is now back to being by far the best team in the American league, the American league for the seventh, eighth, what, the American league for a decade has run for, through the Houston Astros. And that does not change today. In fact, it, it even more so runs through the Astros because of what they've gotten done. So emergency pod, Justin back in Houston, H town, run it back. The deal is official Bob Nightingale breaking the news. I love that out. Of, I love that out of Bob. Love that out of him. So Justin is heading back. Had to do an emergency podcast here in studio. Woo! Big, big news. I thank you all for listening to this emergency podcast. Don't forget, if you're listening immediately, we are also doing a live trade deadline show. It happens at 2.45 Pacific, 5.45 Eastern time. We will be doing the live show. Everything that went down at the trade deadline leading up to the trade deadline, the big winners, the big losers, that will come out later tonight as well and live through Wednesday. So we got a big day planned. But this, this was too important to not do an emergency pod. H-Town, 
run it back with Justin Verlander at the top of the rotation. Thank you all for listening. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever. We're also on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Threads, YouTube. You can watch everything we do on YouTube at Flippin' Bats Pod for all of them. Thank you all for listening. Until next time, this has been an emergency episode of Flippin' Bats. Peace.